Welcome to our Wednesday midday service. And uh, again, we're talking about Vision Mountain. Uh, we're talking about Vision Mountain. Uh, of course, we talked about it Sunday and we said we would talk about it Wednesday. Just to close out the year talking about vision. I'm talk I just think vision is important um, for us always to be mindful of vision, not just um, at the end of the year, but throughout the year. But, you know, at the end of the year, we start to think through and process going into another year, another calendar year as we uh, lock in and designate on. We know different, you know, different calendar years start at different times. Other calendar years uh, start, you know, the Jewish calendar starts in the springtime. But we... Um, and the cultures that we've grown up in. We start our year in January. And so it's always good to begin the year with a focus. And we're not talking necessarily uh, resolutions. Um, a lot of us have been doing resolutions for years. Excuse me. <clears throat> a lot of us has been doing resolutions for years. And, uh, you know, as we always talk about, I guess they're like uh, one week, two week, three week, some of us have lasted five or six week resolutions, and then we go back into our defaults and our habits. But vision is special. And if you do vision the right way, you write a vision and make it plain, um, we could, uh, we, let's, let's start here with uh, Habakkuk, our foundational scripture in Habakkuk. And try to, uh, hopefully you already do this, but try to, now, as you're preparing, meditate on this word. Don't just hear it today, but go through it. Write down the scriptures. Study them out because God is trying to open our, our mind's eye, open our, our inner eye um, to, you know, clear out some of the things that's, that's been clouding our inner eye so we can see through to not just see um, what we want to see, but see things the way God sees things. I was, you know, I do listen to when you guys teach, some of the, some people have the opportunity to teach when we're out of town. I miss Lamar and uh, he shared recently and, and Lou, so, so I get busy but I try to catch up on these guys' teachings. And, the, you know, the last one I was listening to was Lou's, uh, uh, pullback, the pullback, I believe it is. And just processing through, you know, when you pull back, do you see it as being pulled back or do you see what God sees by pulling you back? <laughs> you know, uh, do you see the future catapult in that pullback? And I, and I think through, uh, as we really start to meditate on vision, and this you know, uh, we had a vision a while ago, you know, uh, the vision of all visions. But to me, this is a, a very uh, intricate time of vision in all of our lives because we've had such a, an effort by the enemy to darken the, the latter part of our year uh, through all types of, oh, my, you know, there's a lot of different things to process through. But the reality is whatever we process through and however we process through what's happened, what happens to other people, what's happened to people around us, what happened to even people we care about, God still has a purpose, plan, and a vision. You know, Ecclesiastes always talks about there's a time for, for everything. And God has a time for everything that he's doing. You know, he has a time and a purpose for everything that he's doing. All right, so uh, Habakkuk 2. It says in uh, verse 2, it says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he may run that readeth it. It says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. Vision has an appointed time. It says, But at the end it shall speak, express itself, and not lie. It'll, it'll line up exactly with what God purpose, what God purposed and intended. It says, uh, it says, though it tarried, it seems like it's taking a while, wait for it. 
It says, because it will surely come. It says it will not tarry or will not tarry or take long uh, is the Hebrew version of what that's saying there at the bottom. And so, so again, we, we talked about this because we were talking about Vision Mountain that, you know, uh, we said in reality, uh, vision is a mountain. It's a journey and it's not a sprint because it seems like it's taking longer than it needs to, but it's taking the exact amount of time it needs to. As I was meditating on this, you know, when I was in the gym, I was meditating on, like, suppose the, the, the path and everything on the path in our life is exactly what God needed us to go through for his perfect will to be done. Will we be steady? Will we stay? Will we get weary and well-doing? Will we try to get around it? Will we, will we think we need to take a different road? Will we be tempted to or intimidated to turn around? Um, or will we just stay locked and stay, if I can put it this way, stay steady? <laughs> like stay steady. And so, 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 when I, so when we think about this vision mountain, um, and I think is a, we have to meditate on there's a cost to walk it out, to walk out the vision, and there's a cost to finally walk into the manifestation of the vision. So, 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 so I'm on, and that's why it's a mountain. That's why it's vision mountain, because the mountain part of it is the cost. It's a cost. It costs something to walk out vision. It costs something to walk out vision. What did I say? It costs something to walk out vision. So many people doing different things. Right? So, but it also, how could I put it? It costs something to walk into the manifestation of vision. It costs something to walk into the manifestation of vision. And so that's why it's a mountain because you know, as you're climbing, you're intimidated by the cost. You're intimidated by the cost. Let's look here, Luke 14. And we'll start here at verse 25. It says, And there went great multitudes with him, and he turned and said unto them, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciples. It says, And whosoever does bear his cross and come after me, it says, and whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. It says, for which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, right, whether he have sufficient to finish it, right? So which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it. It says, less happily, after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish it, right? It says, or what king going to make war against another king sitteth not down first and consulteth whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000, or else while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth ambassadors and desireth conditions of peace. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he has, he cannot be my disciple. So he's saying that there's a cost to climb this mountain. There's a cost to climb this mountain. And the reality of, of, of this cost to climb, you know, I think a part of the cost is focus. It's focus, you know, 
You know, that's why I try to challenge people so much when God is doing something, stay locked in. You know, stay locked in. When God is speaking, say, stay locked in. Nothing else is important. Everything else can be taken care of later. When God is talking, that has to be the most important thing. And it's a cost to do that. Because sometimes we're so distracted because we want to take care of this. We want to make sure this is done. We want to make sure that's done. You know, you get up on Sunday mornings because you want to do virtual, and you go, I got to make sure I get these eggs done. No, that's not more important than God. Like hearing from God. We're saying to ourselves, something is worth missing. And something is worth missing in a moment. So, So we have to count the cost of what it takes really to see clearly, see vision clearly, right? To see vision clearly. Um, and we have to count that cost on that mountain. It says, you know, when I start climbing that mountain and, and God's saying this is what the vision is, you know, I have to consider it's going to take all of me to get to God's vision for my life. It's going to take all of me to get to God's vision for my life. And so, so this is, so at the end he says here, it says, so likewise, whosoever he be that for sake of not all he has cannot be my disciple. So he's saying right there, he's saying right there, when I get on this mountain, it's, I'm going to have to be all in on the mountain. So, so, so if you notice, if you're climbing a mountain, like, I mean, it's not, you got to stop and check out the game or. No, no, you're trying to climb Vision Mountain, and it's, it's sustained. And you've got research and study, study out. You know, I didn't have time. It, it might be in my notes here somewhere. I know we talked about Steve Jobs. But if you study out what a lot of people have, have, have processed through, it was sustained. It was sustained. It was, it, was, it was in the midst of adversity when everybody else was doing it doing something you wanted to do, but it seemed like they was out ahead of you. That graphic um, that I put together for Lewis, it seemed like the, the runners had a, an advantage to start, and the other guy was, was at a disadvantage. Uh, they put it up <laughs> for you guys. I don't know if they put it for us to see, for you guys to see. Maybe you guys see it also. But, 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 the, but the interesting thing is it... it it's not the start. Like, like, and, I, and one of the things I like about growing up, there's things that we take for granted. All those were little pieces. The tortoise and the hare. You heard that story over and over and over. And, and, the, and the hare, like that story's been playing out in our lives forever. Somebody's always out ahead rushing to do something. And, well, I like the bug. The Bugs Bunny had two versions. They had a version with like this old, like, tortoise that... You know, he's just struggling on. But then they had the, the cool tur- tortoise that was, hmm, it could be a possibility. <laughs> right? He had that dude. And so with him, you know, he would be, he says, oh, it could be. It could be a possibility. Like, he always had a, 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 a cool remark. And, and every time Bugs would get to a place, he was like, but how, but, but how, how did you, you know, like, because like, I was out ahead of you. He's like, how did you get here? And that's how it looks in life. People are going to look up at you, especially coming into 2020, like, but how, but Melanie, how, I don't, but, but I left you back, but, but I just knew there's no way possible. Yeah, and, and Melanie's going to be saying, mm, could be the possibility. <laughs> like, I mean, it could, it could be that, hey, God is, is God. Yeah, her, all of her answers will be God. And, um, and, and and that's what we're trying to get to. Uh, I gave you scripture a long time ago. Uh, scripture says, I, I believe to a point of sin. <laughs> See, on this mountain, you got to believe to a point of sin. At a certain point, you don't see the mountain. You see the vision. So, so remember, uh, in Hebrews 12, I, I'm, I'm, we're going to get there. Uh, Hebrews 12, it says, he, en- he endured the cross because of the glory that was set before him, right? So he, he looked past the cross to the crown. Jesus, so the cross was his mountain, but he saw way past that to sitting on the right hand of the Father. So it was almost like he didn't even notice what he went through 
because he was so inspired by what he was going to. So if your vision gets blurred, you can't see what you're going to. All you can see is what you're going through. All you can see is the mountain. Every step you take, you see. You know, and every, oh, another step. And it seems like there's never a top to this mountain. Because all you're looking at is the mountain. You're not looking at where you're going. You can't see beyond your steps. And, and that's what uh, sometimes gets weighty and frustrated. Uh, Proverbs 25.2. Proverbs 25.2. It's, it's amazing because we, we wonder how this process, process works. But it says, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing. It says, but the honor of kings to search out a matter, to keep climbing and pressing through until they discover what God is really trying to reveal or what his glory has covered. See, see, the thing is, his glory is not necessarily trying to hide it from you. His glory is protecting it for you, but you got to press into his glory to, to receive it. Like you ain't getting around his glory to get to what God has for you. So we have to look harder because the difference is in the details. You know, I always use, uh, of course, the Lion King because Rafiki said, look harder, right? So, but, but, but the difference, the difference in our life right now is in the details. What's not seen on the surface? Uh, we did a teaching on excellence and every, every leadership or, or staff training I've ever did, I always talk about excellence, uh, doing the right thing even when no one's watching, attention to detail. See, again, the scripture says, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith? I remember the story I heard of a guy, he was a, a janitor, went into bathrooms to go to bathrooms, and he couldn't take it. So he got a toothbrush and some soap and water and cleaned the bathrooms immaculately with the toothbrush. And so one day, CEO was in a rush, he had to go to the bathroom. He said, you got to go to the bathroom, you don't care what floor is on, right? Because you got to go. So he goes to the floor, not on the executive level, he goes to the bathroom on, on the lower level. But the bathroom on the lower level looked better than his bathroom on the executive level. So he was, so he, you know, he breaks out, hey man, who in the world has cleaned this bathroom? And when they find out what did it, he gave the guy a promotion, an executive level promotion, because he's like a person that thinks like you that's this detail deserves to be at another level. See, so we skip details because, ah, that's not important. Ah, that doesn't make a difference. We don't, go, we don't go the extra mile in our own lives and taking care of ourselves, you know, and we say we're, we're, we're trying to prepare ourselves for things. So, so you're trying to pre prepare, prepare yourself for ministry, but the only thing that's important is if you get to preach. But there's attention to detail. There's excellence. There's care for people, right? There's time in God's presence. You know, it takes a lot of time in God's presence. Most of what I'm doing is, yes, I'm studying, but my wife will tell you, I try to do things to shut out anything so I'm in God's presence. So, I, so man, I'm not trying to get on nobody's nerves or nothing like that, but what I'm trying to do is, is keep myself not focused on anything but, but God, God's presence, God's peace, so he can pour out to people. So it's not like no, nothing is important or, or I'm nitpicky. I'm just, I just, God just showed me something. I've learned that. So actually, I like people around me that think like that too. Like they think God's word, God's presence, God's communication is more important than anything else. So they'll keep, like I like people around me that, that keeps the noise away from me, not add to it. You, you see what I'm saying? All those little things are attention to detail. And that prepares you for that next level. Yeah, you, some people are called to ministry and stuff. The holdup is not if you can preach. Hold up is not of your eloquent speaking talent. God's, your hold up is your heart. You, you ain't been taking care of your heart like you've been taking care of your mind, <laughs> right? Sometimes in relationships, the hold up is not if you're a nice person. The hold up is what do they get? You, my hold up was what, what Melanie needed. See, see, I thought my hold up was what Keith wanted. But, but no, no, my hold up was what Melanie needed. God sat me down and said, what is she going to get? Well, I, I, Lord, I want the perfect woman. That's what I want. He said, man, that's, that's nice. Not a problem. Now, what is she going to get? Sort of like we were talking earlier about proposals, you know, like, like the attention to detail. So God was pretty much saying, okay, I feel you. Like God didn't even say I couldn't have the perfect one. 
Obviously, he gave it to me, right? But he didn't even say that. He, he hit me with, okay, what is she going to get? Like, God is in a win-win. You know, it wasn't just me getting a benefit. He was, but, and, and he loves her because he'd be, he be working all types of stuff for that girl. Like, like for real, like, seriously, like, you got to live my life. Like, he'd just be doing all types of stuff. I'd be like, oh, God just loves you. Matter of fact, I, sometimes I, I'd be wanting to chill. He'd be like, oh, no, we won't be chilling because I have to do something special for Melanie. <laughs> you know, like, like, I'm like, and he says, and we have to do it a special way, detailed. You know, no, because you know it has to have a certain impact. She's gone through a lot, so she deserves the, the, the detail. But that can't start when I meet her. That has to be in me already. Otherwise, it'd be like, oh, no, 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 we ain't doing that. That wasn't God. I didn't hear God. That might have been somebody else. You see what I'm saying? Attention to detail. So how are you before you get into the situation? Before you get hired, are you excellent? Ah, <laughs> I told you I got hired doing what I was doing already. All right, so, so, so the difference is in the details. We're talking about climbing Vision Mountain because Vision Mountain prepares you to be detailed, right? Right? See, see, it's, it's, the details is what's not seen on the surface. Look, look on the things that you can't see for they're eternal. They're, they're lasting. The things that eternal last. The things that you can see are temporal, subject to change. So we sometimes get intimidated by what we see and what we can't see. Ah, I just don't know. I don't know. But what you see is subject to change. So you go, uh, uh, I was watching. I, I was listening to it. I left the channel on a certain channel and Let's Make a Deal was on. And so, so I was listening in the other room while I was doing some, some last minute artwork. And, uh, and I heard him say, Hey, which, what do you want? You want to keep this money or do you want what was behind the curtain? And I, I, I want what was behind the curtain. Well, tell you what, I'll give you a thousand dollars for it. No, I want what's behind the curtain. Now, what's behind the curtain, you can't see. What, what the lady had in her hand, she could see. He said, he said I'll, I'll give you two thousand behind the curtain, three thousand behind the curtain, four thousand behind the curtain. He said, So are you telling me there's no amount of money? She said, Hey, hey, hey. everything has a price, right? <laughs> Everything has a price. He said $5,000. She said behind the curtain. Opened the curtain up. It was a Range Rover. Brand new Range Rover. Boy, she was excited. Next couple comes up. Same deal. You know, they know what they see, and then it's what they can't see. Right? But, but what they had and what they were, were, were buying for, they were kind of like, well, no, we're just going um, to take the box. Versus what we have. Lift up the box and it was, I don't know, it was something crazy. They lost, you know, like, right? See, 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 there's something in this unseen realm that's happening all the time in our lives. Think about it. Before you got to this year, there was things waiting that you thought was by chance, right? Before you got to this uh, pandemic, uh, look, I, see, the reason why I know the pandemic was already coming and probably was already here, but, you know, it, it wasn't out here because God spoke at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I know the year was momentum. The, the, the vision was momentum, and it's been momentum if you're paying attention. But Pastor Mel, uh, get right with God, get right with yourself, and get right with others. That, that was spoken before we even started the year. God already knew something things was, was happening, Right? So, 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 so there's things coming next year that's already in place because God declared the end for the, from the beginning, right? We know that already. Right, so clear vision. Uh -uh, I'm sorry. Let's go back. We said the differences in the details and what's not seen, the details is what's not seen on the surface. So this is the question. Do you want to know the difference? Because we ask ourselves, like, like why does it seem like it's always a... Uh, a yeah, a, a struggle up this mountain. And, and why it looks like other people are getting up the mountain a lot easier. So the difference in their climb and your climb is the details. The question is, do you want to keep saying, see, see, that's probably because they got better boots or, or whatever, or they got favor. They ain't going through the, all the stuff I'm going through. They's going through the stuff I was going through. They mountain be hard too. All right? All right, that's cute, but there's a difference. 
Now, this is the question. Do you want to know the difference? See, this, sometimes we don't want to know the difference. Because if we find out the difference, that means there's something else we got to adjust, change. There's another cost that we have to pay to start to pick up and accelerate on the mountain. Right? So, 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 so there's a difference. Do you want to know the difference? See, this is the thing. Clear vision. We're on this mountain. And see, remember I told you, with Jesus, it's almost like he looked past his mountain to where he was going. He had clear vision. Like, are you serious? It's almost like everything that came at him on the mountain is like, really? Like, I'm supposed to, like, flinch? Come on, man. I know where I'm going. I remember I was in a situation of growing in ministry, and uh, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was doing something that, that I thought I was supposed to do at the next stage, and I was removed from doing it. And it, was, it not only was successful, it was blowing up. So I think, so I, I'm, I'm a, without being specific, because uh, I'm not trying to make nobody feel bad, I just want to use it for an example. So, so when I started doing it, I was doing it weekly. Then they asked me to do it bi-weekly. Then they asked me to do it every week. And, 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 the, and the people was just coming. So then I, I was approached and was like, oh, no, I don't need you doing that no more. And, and so, so, so the reason why I, I wasn't like, well, well, forget this. And it's like, no, I'm like, I saw my wife will tell you, I, I saw where I was going. Like, like, I saw what God had planned. So, I was like, is this supposed to be a test? Like, is this supposed to test whether I'm going to, like, give up on that? Like, I, I was like, I'm way past that. <laughs> you know, I don't think the person necessarily was trying to do that. I'm saying, if the adversary was trying to, like, get me to get offended or something, I'm like, come on, bro. At this point, and she, she had went through something, and, and, and the Lord said, listen, see, he's vision. He came through, he said, listen, I need, you to, I need you to handle this. I know you're tempted to hit the self-destruct button, but I need you to keep on going up this mountain. See, each time, God will say, keep on going up the mountain. But if you can't see, you're, all you're, gonna, you're just going to be overwhelmed by what's on the surface, the circumstances because you can't see the unseen, right? You're intimidated by the scene. So clear vision helps us to go blueprint deep. Sometimes we got to go blueprint deep, right? See, 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 again, this, this building was put together. You know, we got to um, process through some, some uh, it was cold and plumbing stuff. So, 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 so they got to look at where the, you know, they got to track the pipes, right? They got to look at blueprints, like to see what's underneath everything we see. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a, it's a, there's, you got an HVAC system in here. You got wiring. Um, you got all types of different, as we discovered, like right now, you guys, you see uh, all types of monitors and, <laughs> and fees and stuff like that. But there's a man back there and, and somebody sitting right here that knows that they ain't just simple plug-and-play wiring, like, you know, Marcus was climbing the, <laughs> he's climbing the, uh, you know, uh, up, up above this, uh, what do you want to call it, ceiling, you know, uh, the, you know, all types of, uh, what do you call it, uh, insulation, yeah, you, see, he, he was like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, you know, insulation sticking you and stuff like that, right, so, so, so there's, there's, when you go blueprint deep, you see the details. You don't just see what, what's on the surface, you actually see what makes the surface and how the surface was manifested, right? So 1 Corinthians 2, let's go to 1 Corinthians 2. Let's look at this. As we're climbing this, this vision mountain and we're uh, uh, trying to clear our vision to see beyond the, the steps and the the stretch and the hills and the, and the, you know, the caverns and the jagged edges on the mountain. We're trying to see past all of all the things that's trying to intimidate us to what's going to inspire us. So 1 Corinthians 2, familiar scriptures here at Ayers, but uh, verses 9 and 10. It says, well, as it is written, I has not, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love them. Right? And it says, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep 
things of God. So the spirit helps us to go blueprint deep. If we just operate in the natural, and that's why the adversary tries to pull us out of God's presence into the natural, because when we get pulled out of his presence into the natural, we can only see what's on the surface and we can only see the circumstances. But, but when he pulls us into the spirit, we go blueprint deep. We see what's underneath. We see the root to that fruit. So we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, against principalities, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Because we see it. We, man, I'm buying that up. Like, like, we don't even wrestle against people. Because we see uh, uh, something's influencing them. They don't even realize it. Like, you, you process it different. You know, I always tell the story of the guy that was threatening me at, at the job. I said, man, I understand you've never been around a, uh, well, this is what I actually said, USD grade A man before. I said, but go sit down and tell you, do what I tell you to do. And this dude was, uh, he, my wife wouldn't have liked this, but he went wild. Like, he must have been on something that day. Foaming at the mouth. The, all other staff didn't even want to approach him. He's going off. And I was this close to his face. I said, and, and he was threatening me. He was, he was this close to my face. Threatening, hey, I'm not doing all the cursing and stuff that he was doing, right? But it, if you was looking on the outside, you probably wouldn't have been that close. And I said, I understand. You've never, you know, been around USD grade A man. I said, okay, well, you cut out all that noise. Now I need you to go do what I asked you to do. Now my response didn't, wouldn't have looked like it matched what he said. It looked like what I should have done is get ready to protect myself or hit him before he hit me. <laughs> but he, he did what I asked him to do. God showed me what was behind all of that. See, he showed me blueprint deep. He showed me the wiring that was feeding what was being communicated, and that wasn't greater than what was on the inside of me. So I responded in Christ, not in sight. <laughs> oh, you got to see this. Y'all got to see this. See, see, and this is the thing. The enemy of vision is sight. And stay with me for a second. When I say sight, I'm talking about our natural eyes. That surface seeing. That's the enemy to vision. Right? See, sight is a function of the eyes. Vision is a function of the heart. That's our spiritual eyes. That's our deep discernment. The ability to, you know, it happens all the time. You're in situations, uh, we were driving the other day, going to a store, and we've been to the store. Well, I have stores, if I'm in the area, I'll just go see, just because I find a diamond in the rough, something, you know, for a lot less than I normally would pay. Yes, that's what I do. I'll probably be multi-millionaire and still do it, okay? So that's how I roll. So we're driving, and I said, uh, as soon as we turned the corner, my wife said, yeah, it's, it's on the left. I said, nah, babe. I said, you drive down here, we're going to go past this light, it's on the right. She says, nah, nah, it's on the left. And then we got close, she said, I think I saw it. But where we was at, she couldn't have seen it. She couldn't see it. She could, there's no way she could have seen it. Now, once we drove a little further, she could see a little bit. But I'm like, babe, no. And then as soon as we got to the light that we were supposed to turn right, it was right there on the left. I said, so, babe, you... you you been here before? She was like, nah. I said, well, how did you know it was on the left? She said, I just knew it was on the left. And, I, and, and, and so, so me, I just to let her know I wasn't tripping, I said, babe, look right there. The old sign was still there, and the old sign pointed going right. Matter of fact, it was the last store in a, used to be a very vibrant place. They closed it down, the last store, and moved it across the street. But we wouldn't... They had just did it. This had just happened. But look, she saw not in the natural that her that heart, that spiritual discernment saw it. And see, we we override that based on what we see, based on what they say, based on what's on the news, based on what everybody else thinks, as opposed to rolling with that unction from the Holy One and knowing all things. That inner sight, right? See, so sight is the enemy to vision. So if you're going up that mountain, listen, and you spend all your focus on looking at what you're going through and not looking at what you're going to, man, that mountain's going to be intimidating. Vision mountain will be intimidating. And some people never get to the vision. 
Because again, they allow sight. And we train ourselves to logically figure it out. And we've, if we can analyze it, figure it out, and come with the logical conclusion, of, we, we, train our, we train ourselves to trust sight. We don't train ourselves to trust unction. We got to train ourselves to trust unction over sight. Unction is real. That's why we limit what we experience. Sometimes that's why we can only do what everybody else can do. Because we operate based on what everybody else can see. Not what God is telling you. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you this. So never trust your natural eyes over your spiritual vision. So that person sitting right there that this is really, really snatching you on the inside. Don't let it intimidate you to, to be con condemned. Stay in. Stay locked in. Because this is going to break you into what you've been looking for, right? This is going to break you in. So see, spirit, spiritual vision sees what could be, natural eyes only what is. Spiritual vision sees what could be, the natural eyes only what is. 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. So as we're climbing this mountain, it's by faith and not by sight. And how do I get, how does the other people getting up quicker? Their faith is increasing. Because they, 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 they prepared themselves for the mountain. I know uh, recently, uh, uh, Ms. Lamar was talking about the, uh, 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 going on a mountain and how he brought all types of uh, <laughs> with snacks, what have you, you know. So, so, so I'm picking with him, you know, <laughs> right? You know, because if he's carrying a little, uh, <laughs> a little bag, <laughs> a little radio bag, <laughs> you know, so, it's my guy, man. But. He be having everything in there. Hey, 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 you, hey, 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 you wanna, uh, yeah, you wanna, uh, now hold on, what's, what's it? Uh, hey, you wanna uh, a protein shake? <laughs> you wanna, hey, you want some kombucha? Yeah, you want some, like, like everything be in there, like, hey, what you need? You know, hey, 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 you want a protein bar? <laughs> like, because you could be driving. Pastor, you need some water? <laughs> it's all in there, but, 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 but this is the thing. Similar to climbing that mountain. Did you got one of them bags Ms. Lamar got with all your word in it? See, see, the reason why their faith is increasing another level because they're eating word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. So their faith is increasing because of the nourishment that they're gathering. They're not being intimidated by the mountain. To them, hey, this is a journey and I got everything I need. So think about the person that didn't bring nothing. Look, they're getting tired. And, 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 and they're, they're, how they feel is intimidating them more than what the vision is. They're losing sight of the vision. Their vision getting blurred. <laughs> right? Because they don't have their proper nourishment. See, this is the thing. Vision is always going to contradict what your eyes see. Because vision is in the unseen realm. See, your vision is more real than what you see. Vision is something that has not happened naturally, but it's already happened spiritually, right? That's why God said in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. He's trying to get us back to what Adam lost, right? See, there's a couple of things that Adam lost. Oh, the, old, the, 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 the wisdom of the old dream and the power of young vision. Remember he said the old men shall dream dreams and the young men shall see visions. He was just trying to pour his spirit back on because that's how, man, think about it. To be naming animals and to, like to see something the way Adam saw it originally, right? Dreams and visions. While he was asleep, he saw stuff. And while he was woke, he was inspired by what could be. But as soon as he sinned, all he could, all he he was intimidated by what he could see. Uh, he, it says he knew, knew that he was naked. He was ashamed. He ain't had time to focus on himself and what he
change this volume. Can you hear me? Oh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I was, <laughs> you know, I grew up northeast, right? You know, I was about to start. Now, all right, so, I said, what was I saying? Y'all remember? <laughs> all right, so we were talking, <laughs> we were talking about uh, Adam and the old dream, the old dreams and, and the vision. And, and see, once, once he started to consume himself in self and sin, he lost sight of that. So now he's intimidated. Because, see, he saw himself and he, and he was ashamed. See, you climbing that mountain and you start getting into lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes and pride of life. All you do is look at, well, I'm not here and they're up there. Like Lou was saying in the, in the whole race, you start to compare yourself to where other people are at on the race. You know, you, 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 ain't nobody got time for all that. See, see, hey, I'm going to help, I'm going help everybody out. Because, you know, sometimes I, I, I've lived different stages of life. I had 17 years in a foster home. Then, you know, of course, I had my college years. Um, then I, you know, I was in Columbus for a, a long period of time, just growing with the, on the mountain of ministry. And so I developed certain things, certain little ways I operate. Uh, and, and so, one, I'm probably not good with, with people that manipulate. Okay, I'm not good with people that manipulate because I don't feed into it. But not because I'm not, I don't care about the person. It's just like, you gaming. Like, you know, uh, there's a teaching coming up called uh, Use Your Words, right? <laughs> uh, it's coming up next year called Use Your Words. It's, well, it's either going to be Use Your Words or Hotheads or both, right? Well, both of those teachings are coming up, right? And, and so, 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 so I'm, I'm sharing this in terms of vision because on this mountain I had to learn I can't get distracted by using all my energy to try to figure out the other people on the mountain, what they think I should do, when I should do it. And, hey, you didn't let me know you was going to climb over to that ledge. Listen, use your words. <laughs> like, you know, a person be, you know, they'll be thinking something, get mad, and they won't use your words. But see, I understand that because I learned that on the mountain. See, when I was young, that was me. I'd be in school with attitude, and you'd be, Ed, come up to me. Yo, Keith, what's going on, man? Nothing, man. But in my mind, you know, I just had a crazy time at the house. But you don't know, do you, Ed? You just can't saw me today. You said hi, and I can say hi every day. I, my attitude changed. You were the same person. Like, like, but you have no clue why my attitude changed. You're not sitting inside my head. You didn't go through what I was going through. You wasn't on the phone call. You didn't know that you know, somebody stole something from me at the house. You don't know none of that. But I'm dealing with you as if you were there. You're totally independent of that. And instead of me using my words, I expect you to read my mind. Or let's say you say something and, you know, I'm sensitive about my mother and you say, um, you say something, mother's whatever, Right? Now, I got an attitude, but I never said, I cut you off. We, we, we ain't been friends in three weeks. And then you, you, and you saying to yourself, I know that, you know, here, change that different. Not one time did I say, well, listen, man, you probably don't know this, but because I, you know, the way I kind of grew up, I'm real sensitive about my mom. So I would prefer if you didn't use my mom. That's me using my word. Now, I'm not going to use my word. You know. You know you should have said this, that, and the man, man, stop. You ain't going to get up the mountain. You know, you're, you're over here playing around with stuff that ain't even important. They don't know. Hey, 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 y'all. They don't know. Use your words. You can get up the mountain a whole lot faster if you just use your words. And guess what? I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I'm not reading no more minds. If you don't use your words, as far as I'm concerned, if it wasn't talked about, it don't exist. Not because, no, I, don't, I don't think no, nothing bad of you. I'm going to keep loving you the way I've been loving you until you use your words and, and tell me I need to apologize for something. Uh, you saw something differently. The way I, I communicated that, it, it hit you a certain way. And, 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 and don't tell me I caused you to feel a certain way. I can't. You feel a certain way, share that, and allow me to go, whoa, whoa, whoa we don't want that to happen to you. Master Life Class 915. Right? <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? 
But we, we, we stuck on a mountain, man. See, our vision is clouded with self, with uh, low self-esteem, with playing the victim, jumping to conclusions, uh, worst case scenarios. We can't even, look, we can't even see. Everything's all fogged. And, hey, we stumbling, tripping, slipping on a mountain, backsliding on a mountain because we took the wrong step because we couldn't see because we got all this other stuff in our head. Man, you may win that, that argument and lose your grip. And that's going to cause you to slip. I just something to think about, all right? All right, so <laughs> what are we talking about here? All right, so, we, so, so again, uh, in Nehemiah 2, 4 through 8, just write that down when you get a chance. I thought it was powerful because Nehemiah said the hand of God was on him, right? Hand of the Lord was upon me. And so, and then he got details from God. And so when he went to talk to the king, oh, when he went to talk to his leader that he was serving, uh, we, we had this conversation earlier about proposals, right? When he went to talk to him, he was, every time the king asked a question, he had details. But he had details of what God told him. He had details of what, like specific details. And the king could not deny it. Like, hey, I know that came, Dad, I know that ain't come from you. That came from God. I'm not getting in the way of that. Like the king wasn't even like of his people. But like, listen, do what you got to do. Hey, tell you what, what, what else you need to make this happen? And while he was trying to build that wall, they, hey, they talked about him, dogged him out, and tried to intimidate him. But he was like, y'all can say what y'all want. God told me to do this. I see this finished. I don't see your noise. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. You got, you got to, we can't lose sight of this stuff. Look, Noah was building something that had never existed for something that had never existed. Listen, Noah built something that never existed for something that never existed. He built an ark that had never existed for rain that had never existed. How do you do that? How do you build something that never existed is hard for us in these visions and dreams. But building something for something that's never existed or happened, how do you do that? You got to have vision. You got to have vision. And the, the years of him climbing that mountain with, the, with, the, with people mocking, so doing the impossible in preparation for the seemingly impossible, man, that's powerful, man. See, that's, that, see Vision Mountain is special because if you, if you, if you understand the cost, You'll, you'll, you'll pay the price of the word to make sure you're seeing clearly so you just accelerate up the mountain. So, so I do a lot of, once I, once I learned this, you know, increase your speed, increase your ability, to your, your, your uh, vertical leap, I've been running stairs and hills, oh, probably since high school. Um, I ran into a friend of mine, he's out here, I'm gonna just say his name, Mark Thompson, he went back to New Jersey, I believe, but we were talking. He said, man, I used to see you running in a weight jacket. He says it was beige with red trimming. At, at, it's called uh, Unterman Field. It's where we played our football games right up the street from my house. And, and I said, I used to get up early in the morning so nobody saw me. Because in the hood, be like, what you running for? What you think you're going pro? So, so I would get up early in the morning because I was young. I couldn't deal with that at the time. So I said, I figured a different time where I wouldn't deal with any pressure. And I said, I said, I never saw you. He said, he said, Keith, you don't know who watching you. He says, but I saw you. I was running, I was running stairs. It increased my, my first step. It increased my ability to leap. And, and, and I, 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 to this day, my, my wife will tell you, I run, I run hills and I run stairs. But what it is is I'm going on an incline and at first, when I'm running, when you first start doing it, it's like, like, like the hill is punking you. Like, like, where do you think you're going? Ho, 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 Like, you know, you ever see little kids, other kids be trying to go up, and they, they be pushing them down, and they be like, <laughs> you know, like, it's almost like the hill doing that to me. Like, I'm going up, and it's like, where do you think you're going, bro? Nah, nah. And the hill's walking forward as I'm trying to climb up. But after a while, I'm running through the hill. Like the hill's not, it's not even a consideration. 
And I'm doing it multiple times. When I used to run the high rise, in my way, in that weight jacket he talked about. I just run a high rise 10 times and then go out and keep on running down to, because see what happens is your body is designed to adjust itself to the depression, the resistance that's trying to stop it, to cut through every level of resistance that comes at it. But you gotta, you gotta take the step to, to hit that wall of resistance, push it just enough where now your body recalculates that, that, that pressure and actually pushes through. But if you let that resistance, that pain, that hurdle intimidate you, your body doesn't feel that pressure and it doesn't make the, it doesn't adjust, doesn't, doesn't adapt because it hasn't gone beyond what it's used to. I'm going to say it again, it hasn't gone beyond what it's used to. I'm going to say it again, it hasn't gone beyond what it's used to. So if you just, we just make decisions based on how we feel. Like some of us, we're only not where we want to be in shape and, and doing different things because we've convinced ourselves, oh, no, 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 I don't do that no more. I talked to a guy uh, just the other day and talking about basketball. He said, yeah, I don't play outside no more. Oh, oh, but he was talking about basketball. But this is the interesting thing. Why? And we, we tell ourselves, yeah, you know, because my knees, this, that, and the other, this, that, and the other. Well, like the gym floors we play on are rubber or foam. They just as hard. <laughs> if you think about it, you know, is this wood on top of cement? But you're telling yourself, no, this is softer. <laughs> right? What I'm saying is we're telling ourselves some things. We're intimidating ourselves. There's you. Oh, when I was younger, basically I, I, I wasn't, when I first started playing basketball, I wasn't very good. And they would, I always tell you, they used to punk me on the court, wouldn't let me on the court. So I just kept working. And now if I was in a certain environment or around certain people, I would have known that's what you're supposed to do in the first place. I ain't know that. I, wasn't, I was around like older, you know, um, older people. So I didn't know. I had no, no clue. So I wasn't doing nothing that nobody else wasn't doing. I just didn't know to do it. Well, I realized something. What you set your mind to do, you can do. Like, like I would just say, hey, you know what? Let me see. How many miles do I want to run today? Ah, I think I'm going to run six. I just run six with the weight jacket. Matter of fact, I never even noticed the weight jacket because I was used to it. Then I would go, nah, I think I'm going to just run, run nine today. Whatever I, whatever I said I was running, I would run. Every time. Never, man, we won't be doing this today. Every time and sometimes beyond that because I would be running and sometimes I'd be daydreaming or something like that and forget when you run laps, I will forget with the lap. And the rule is if you forget, you got to take the lower number. And sometimes I would forget like seven, eight times what the, what the lap was. I said, well, got to take the lower number. So I could have ran 10, 12 miles for all I know. Right? But what, what am I saying? What, what I'm saying is we're limiting ourselves. That mountain can't punk us. We're punking ourselves. We're designed to get to the peak of that mountain because God has his vision for us up there. He just needs us to go through the mountain so we'll be able to handle what, what's going to be revealed to us when we get to the top of that mountain. So 1 Peter 4a says, having the promise or the vision of life that now is, that's what is, and is to come, what could be. So, 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 so there's, there's a promise of, of things that we're experiencing now, but there's something God has planned for us. First Peter 4, 8. You know, just for the sake of time, I'm going to breeze through a couple of scriptures here, but, I, but I'm going to emphasize them. Uh, so, uh, so I gave you First Peter 4, 8, and then Psalm 27, 13. It says, it says uh, David says, I would have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. What he was saying is he was indicating there's a life that you see and, and a life that you don't see. He says, I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He was like, I would have fainted. I would have given up in what I see. I would have given up my climb based on what I saw. But I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I believe when I got to the peak of that that, mount, that vision mountain, I was going to see something that hasn't happened, not just in, in, in my life, but in life, period. He understood I'm designed to do something that's never been done. We're designed to do something that's never been done. Well, how come we're not doing it? Because of us, not because God didn't give it to us. We're all fearfully and wonderfully made, right? So we make the statement, 
that vision is what could be. Not because the reality of God's vision for us is non-existent um, in the spirit realm and waiting for our faith to pull it out in the natural realm. So we always say it. Uh, so, so when we say vision is what could be, like we said, you have what is and what could be. You notice we didn't say uh, you have what is and what definitely can be because we have the responsibility of obedience. So it's not that the reality of God's vision for us is non-existent in the spirit realm. It exists. It's waiting for our faith to pull it into the natural realm. It's just that we have the choice to embrace what it takes to our walk, walk out that faith and to walk out that obedience. See, we make, the, we make this statement, vision is what could be, because we can be intimidated by the scene realm thus allowing it to weaken our obedience to continue our creative climb up Vision Mountain. So that's why we always say vision is what could be. Not that it's already existing, but we as in, in the natural have the choice to operate in obedience on our climb. Every step gets advances us on that mountain. But sometimes we're intimidated by the seam realm. And that seam realm if we allow it to intimidate us, it weakens our obedience to continue the creative climb. And I call it a creative climb because you have to see beyond what's been seen to keep on moving. You know, it's, it, you have to tap in your create creativity. Scripture says, be not weary and well-doing. You'll reap if you faint not, if you don't give up, if you keep that climb going, right? See, see uh, Hebrews 12 um, I'm going to focus on, on verse 3, but I gave you Jesus endured the cross of the glory that was set before him. You know, it says he's compassionate about with so great cloud of witnesses. But then verse 3 says, uh, don't faint in your minds. Don't get weary in your minds. Don't give up in your mind. That's where it starts. In here. If you give up in here, everything outside. See, if you, see so think about it. When you give up, you don't give up in the seen realm. You give up in the unseen realm. Listen, listen. Think about it. When you give up in your mind, you can't see inside your mind. I mean, in the natural. Like, if somebody was watching, if you quit, if you're playing the game and you quit, somebody watching, when you decide to quit, they can't see you decide to quit. Now, it may, you're, you're, it may start to manifest on your countenance, manifest on how you operate, instead of that saying, yeah, what? Or, you know, uh, team lost by 50 the other day. You just saw it. It manifest later. But something happened on the inside first. In the unseen. So if you can quit in the unseen, right, you can have faith in the unseen. You see what I'm saying? So, 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 so that's why the scripture says in Hebrews 12, 3, don't faint in your mind. Now, now, now it's interesting. Um, we'll give you these two scriptures. We don't have to go there, but you really need these scriptures to continue on Vision Mountain. And, and so I want you to have them so when you study this out on your own, I'm believing you will. 1 Samuel 4.9, 1 Samuel 4.9, and 1 Corinthians 16.13 and 14. Now, 1 Samuel 4.9, it was, you know, uh, they, they were encouraging the Philistines in this particular case. But in 1 Corinthians 16, um, let's go to 1 Corinthians 16, but the... Same statement is made in the Old and New Testament, which I think is interesting. But we'll go with verse 13. It says, watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Look, quit you like men, be strong. Let all your things be done with charity or with love. Now, this, this statement, quit you like men, is the same statement as made in 1 Samuel 4, 9. So, so, again, man, we always say the, uh, a man as a covering underneath is male and female. So, so when, I, when I was studying this out, it's saying a man or woman of God must stay strong, firm in faith without fear. See, what it's saying is quit you like men means there is no quit. We're, we're, we locked in until we're, we're empty. Not until we feel like we don't want to go any further or we feel like that's too much or we feel like that's enough or so many things are piling up 
Nobody goes through this, so surely I'm supposed to quit, right? No, no, no. All those things piling up is just your testimony of God using you for all the people that's going to go through 15 trillion times less. They won't have no excuses when God has you at that stadium teaching them. They'll go, well, listen, I thought I went through some stuff. But, but obviously, I could break through this if you could break through that. You see what I'm saying? So it's saying, like, quit you like, like solid men and women of God, which is we don't quit, we empty out. We don't quit. Like, think it up. What? There's never been a benefit of quitting. We empty out. Right, so, so uh, Philippians 3, uh, we don't have to go there, but 8 through 15. So, see, it, it talks about forget the things that are behind you, press toward the market of prize, that high calling, right? Forget the things that are behind you. So, so when I was reading through that, you know, I was thinking through this. We're supposed to forget the pain, not the promise. See, we, see, see, forget things behind We're supposed to forget the, the pain, not the promise. See, the vision, we're supposed to forget the pain, not the vision, Right? We're not supposed to like lose sight of that. We're supposed to forget the drama, not the dream. <laughs> right? What it's saying is the drama's trying to distract, like I told you, just trying to distract you all, you know, playing the victim, trying to get you to read their mind, getting mad because, you know, uh, they're trying to prove they got more, uh, they connected to you more than this person, and if you don't show them the favor or, or, or you didn't go out to eat with them seven times and go out to eat with the person one time, then they offended. Man, are you, are you kidding me? Hey, first of all, don't, listen, they don't know. Use your words. Then nobody knows. They're just going out with the person that's in front of them. They might just want to minister to them for all you know. Somebody got bothered? I think you're talking to uh, all these people too much. I'm like, I'm talking to all of them because all of them need help. Not because they my buddies, but on the outside, well, I guess buddy with this person, buddy with that person, buddy with this person. Man, come on, man. I, you can't keep up with all that. See, we're supposed to put that behind us. Forget the drama. Not the dream, though. Not the dream. Not the dream. Yes, folk be shutting down ministry. No, not, no, not Pastor Keith and Pastor Mel. Because God has a purpose and a vision and a plan. We, it, it's not our, 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 our life is not our own. We've been bought with a price. We have to lay it on our life. Like, no, no, not happening. Ain't that right, sweetheart? See, so, so, so stay locked in the vision. Stay locked in the dreams. You know, the thing about, we talked about this, and, and, and I told you, we always talk about dreams, so we'll revisit it. But when we were talking about dreams the last time, you know, it's using your mind to promote your future intentionally. So, 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 so when God gives you visions and dreams, he's taking what he gave you. He gave you, God gave you a mind, right? So he gave you a spirit, and, and, and we're supposed to be led by the spirit. He gave us a mind so, so we can see and navigate and intentionally, like we talked about, in, to, to promote our future intentionally. We always talk about promotion, you know, or advertising. Are you advertising God's vision for your life? Is that what's on the forefront of your mind? See, that's why everything is, is visual now. Because God has this blank canvas of, of, of called imagination that he's given you. And he's designed you to see what he's uh, painting on your canvas. And so the adversary tries to interrupt that canvas with all these other pictures. Constantly have you looking at pictures. That's why you don't, you know, uh, whether it's uh, pornography and different things like that, all of it's trying to interrupt your pictures. So you won't end your day without pornography. Pornography either on a video or pornography even in your mind that you're using to ease your sleep. That you think you so 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 you're pleasured, but not purposed. See, this is the thing, man. Like like we're being cheated, man. It's a setup, right? We're being pleasured. Like we we, a lot of times we've been lulled into stupors, just sitting back, constantly, you know, like working to be pleasured, not to be purposed. Are we kidding? And so, so that's cheating us. You ain't climbing that mountain when you're pleasured. 
You're being made comfortable in that same level. When your purpose, you're moving, you're inspired, you're taking steps, you're climbing that thing, man. And see, if you cheat and try to grab pleasure along the way, you, 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 you miss a step because you can't, you can't see it accurately. You know, you ever see the mountain climbers, they be climbing, and they got these little ledges where they got to put their hooks in. But you better put, the, put your hook in the right uh, gash or, or, or I know they got names for the wedge or whatever, because if you miss, you can throw yourself off to a point where you could be dangling, you could bust your head on a rock, die, all types of stuff. So you have to be, you have to see clear. Like you can't be climbing a mountain drunk. You can't be, yo, yo, you ready to do this, man? Are you serious? And this person, they're hooked to you. You climb, they're, they're, they're harnessed to you. You slip, they slip. You got to see, man. That's why we have to talk about fight to see. You got to see. But we, we so, 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 so you decide, I just get a little pleasure right now. You get a little blurred. You miss a step and you backslide, right? You start to slide down, right? And, and, and your slip is always greater than your, your, your one lift. You, you, you made this one great step up, but you slid like five steps back because sliding is faster. It's faster, it's quicker to go down than to go up. Right, so, so, so just challenging us, man, to, to, to lock back in. We're going to the end of the year, uh, preparing for what God has for us in 2021. And, and yes, it's been a lot. And, and, and come on, man, the whole everything you watch is trying to punk you. Everything you watch Try, just trying to cheat you. But, man, God, God, man, God loves us, and his plan is always better than ours. All things do work together for good for those who love the Lord and call according to his purpose. Right? Um, so we got some powerful things going for us. So I just wanted to, uh, just uh, for our last Wednesday, to end our last Wednesday with Vision Mountain.